Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. All right, welcome to the program. Uh, Thanks for being here. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta. And I am sitting here, as always, next to the very dapper, uh, no one rocks a sweater nearly as good as this guy. It's incredible. <laughs> I wish we had video. But my good friend, Chris Allison, welcome. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Titus. Hope things are, are going great in your life, my friend. You brought a guest today that is, I think I'm going to relate to very, very well. Yes. Look forward to talking um, not only uh, financial uh, with a financial advisor, but yeah. also he's got a niche also that I'm yeah. very interested in. And... He's a college football official. Absolutely. I might talk more about that than know, the financial stuff. I'm so. going to have to keep us on the tracks here. These two are going <laughs> to run away with talking about sports, which is crazy because we're on ESPN. Why would we talk about sports, right? Exactly. Uh, this is going to be a really wonderful show. For those of you that have never tuned in before, uh, Solutions from the Huddle is really all about taking business and life topics and trying to try to, try to bring those uh, in, into the forefront and, and breathe some life into them so that the, our listeners can walk away with some extreme value and maybe apply it to what they've got going on and, and see some results from it. Um, the show is powered by Co- uh, Collaborative Solutions Group, which is a company that I own. And I'm excited about our guest today. But before we get started, we like to we like to start every show the same way. We always ask our listeners if they uh, would join us, we would appreciate it. But we start in prayer. So, Lord, we give you thanks for all things. Uh, we ask that you would bless the show, the sponsors, the guests, everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Amen. All right. So here's the deal. We've got my very good friend, Jay Neal on the program today. Um, He is originally from North Carolina. He lives in Davidson, North Carolina right now. Uh, His wife is one of the coolest people I've ever met. She is incredible. Uh, He's got three wonderful, beautiful children. He actually sits on the board for the Lotta Foundation. Uh, He, he, on the, we're going to say part-time, but I think it's maybe more than part-time. He is a college football official. Uh, but moreover than anything, he is a rock star financial advisor uh, with advanced wealth strategies. And so with that, Jay, welcome to the program. Great. Thank you for having me, Titus. Yeah, love it. Hey, listen, that intro didn't include all the fancy, like, technical financial advisor stuff. Could you tell us just a little bit more uh, about those things? Because I know you're going to bring some huge value today. Well, I've been a, an advisor for some time. I have a, a partner, Renee Simpson, who unfortunately is not able to be here today. She has some child, uh, a, a sick child she's dealing with today. Yeah. So, um, but we, you know, financial advising means a lot of different things, but what we do is really uh, comprehensive. So some advisors just focus on the investment side, some on certain other aspects, and we really take a really comprehensive approach. Yeah. I know a lot of advisors do this solo, um, and I think your model's a little different, though. What what kind of drove you to to do this as a Batman and Robin, a dynamic duo, or in this case, maybe even more people on the team? But I know you have that team mentality. It, it really, it, we do have other other people, but Renee and I really are the fifty fifty partners as, as okay. the advisors. Sure, we didn't. Neither of us intended to do that. Yeah. Uh, we used to just sit side by side in uh, offices in uh, at a previous firm we were with, and we tended to collaborate with each other on cases i would say hey you know i've got this person and they have this issue yeah you know this is what i'm thinking what do you think and we just started doing more and more of that we were actually together in a 
a focus group, and Renee and I had just started thinking about maybe doing a case or two together and seeing how that went. And we hadn't told anybody that. And some people in the focus group actually said, you two ought to just go ahead and merge your practice. <laughs> so they saw what we were already sort of thinking. Yeah. It has worked out really well. Our, our clients seem to like that there's two heads better yeah. than one, that approach. Um, I'm older. She's younger. Male, female. We're able yeah. to relate to everybody and we both bring different experiences i have some entrepreneurship in my background um so yeah those experiences that we bring and the different i guess well just life experiences help our business but it also helps our clients sure um and and quite honestly uh it's just we have it's worked well for our business as far as gaining new clients because I may or may not relate to somebody. But then she uh, might. And she might, especially a millennial. They look at me, they don't know whether I'm 50 or 80. They just know (laughs) I'm old. But we don't even have to talk about the eventual transition. It's already, it's there, it's unspoken. So it's worked really well for us. Well, I will tell, I've met Renee um, and and you've got this thing, it seems like you keep doing this where you married up because I know your wife. Yes. And your partner, it looks like you partnered up Uh, uh, because I know Renee. Uh, and I'm joking, of course, but the truth is it sounds like you surround yourself with smart people and, and that only benefits the folks in your world. So cheers to that. Um, let me ask you this question. You know, uh, now you work with lots of families and individuals as a financial advisor. I get that. But you have a couple of areas that you specialize in and, and one in particular we'd like to really focus on because I know it's important to you. Tell me about that niche that you really feel like you can breathe life into maybe as well, if not better than any other advisor. Um, our listeners want to hear that. So we do work with a lot of families, uh, but probably well over 70% of our clients fall into two categories. And that's one's working with business owners, uh, mainly smaller businesses. But the other niche is working with families that have special needs children. Okay. And we really, in both of those areas, we have made it a point to make that a real area of expertise. All of the training that we seek out, all of the education that we go and find is really all about how can we help business owners, but also families with special needs children. And that certainly is uh, one of the most rewarding. You know, when you help a family with a, a child with special needs, they, they have so many things that, that you know, parenting is hard anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then you throw that in, and there are just so many time needs and financial needs, and sometimes they're not aware of programs that are out there. And when we are able to help one of those families, it's just really rewarding for, for Renee and I. So we're talking about, you know, really a value add that people don't even know about. I, you know, on this show, we, we, we joke all the time that people try to be the professional, but there are people in this world that if you would just – you know, I don't know how to change my oil. There's someone that knows how to do that. You know, when the, when the toilet's clogged up, I call a plumber. Um, and so in the same breath here, there are business owners, there are families, there are individuals that are busy with everything in life. And when they have this particular dynamic with regards to special needs, children, um, why not tap into somebody who knows about resources that could transform their ability to see the kind of life they hope for for themselves and their kids? Um, but let me ask this, Jay, like how, how do you come to develop such a specialized expertise as working with these families uh, with special needs kids. I mean, that's quite the niche. How did that come to be such an expertise of you? So most advisors across the nation that specialize in special needs have 
a sibling or a child with special needs. And for Renee and I, that neither of that neither of us have that. At our previous firm, we did have there was another advisor and she did have two children with special needs and she just made herself an expert at this. And so before Renee and I partnered up, anytime either of us would come across a family with a situation like that, we would bring this other advisor in. And she was just very good at um, explaining to those families, but also us, some of the programs that are out there, some of the just tricks that they needed to know. And eventually she left that firm about the time Renee and I were starting to partner up anyway, we had both done enough that we were able to to pick up the ball and carry it and, and continue on with that. And when you help one of those families, they're in a close community, and mm. so you automatically get um, – they will refer you to other sure. people. And so just – There's a trust factor there. And so we have done enough of that that we have just learned a lot. And like I said before – we really seek out the education. Um, Renee just did two days a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she went, flew to Pennsylvania and and did a two-day seminar all about this. Mm. I just uh, yesterday spent two hours in a seminar about this, about helping people navigate So ongoing education is important to you guys. Well, I mean, we have to. Yeah. Right? We, we, you know, there's just too much out there. And our clients deserve to know about these, and, yeah. and you know, there's something new all the time, and so we need to be on top of that as best we can. Jake, can you give an example? Um, you, know, you mentioned programs, special needs families. Um, what's an example of, of something, um, a, a program or two, um, that, that, that you know has helped people in the past? So North Carolina ha actually has a program, and there are a lot of hoops that you have to jump through to get there, but if you can get there... There is a program where they will reimburse a family's health care premiums. So, for instance, we maybe uh, might be dealing with a family, four or five kids, one of them with special needs. They don't have an income problem, really. They're not low, lower income. But this program was able to get their health insurance premiums paid, where, which is almost $1,000 a month. Mm. And that's money that, that was freed up that they can now go do some other things with for their child or for the family in general. Um, the state would rather pick up that bill than have the special needs child have to depend on the state primarily for, like, Medicaid. So that's the thought. Um, that's a program that they didn't know about. A lot of people in the industry that serve families with special needs aren't aware of this. Mm -hmm. So that's that's one example. Jay Neal with Advanced Wealth Strategies on the program, Solutions from the Huddle on ESPN Charlotte. Uh, Jay, why is financial planning so different for these families? Uh, what makes it uh, what makes it require so much more of you? Why is it that every financial advisor isn't just teed up and ready to serve these families? Well, it's important to them for a number of reasons. As I said earlier, all parenting is hard. Yeah. You, you have kids. Um, when you throw on top of that all the needs that these parents have, um, just the extra time to schedule 
potentially extra medical care, maybe physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, working with the schools on what's called an IEP, which is an individual education plan. I mean, that just takes time. And, and so a lot of times these families are, are exhausted. Um, but also then you have to figure out how to pay for a lot of these extras um, that may or may not be covered by their insurance. Um, they also have to they have to plan for two generations, potentially. If, if their child is not going to be able to live on their own ever, then they have to make plans for after they're gone. So they don't have to just plan to get them through retirement. They mm. now have to plan for that second generation sure. to be able to take care of, you know, have funds aside, set yeah. aside, but also have th- things in place um, just from the day-to-day care for their child. So, How important is it when a, a new family, you know, I would imagine that if a family who already has special needs children, they start to learn some of the things that they need to do just through the act of doing, right? And once the child is now 5 or 10 or 15, they might be able to even teach a class on some of the dynamics that go into parenting these, these children. But what about that brand new parent? You know, what about the person that's listening right now and, and they, have, they have a child that comes nine months from today or, or a year from today. How valuable would it be to have someone like you and Renee involved to kind of start off and not maybe learning through trial and error? Does that make sense? I mean, is that important? Well, a- absolutely. Just because we can point them in the right direction with some resources. Now, I will tell you there are a lot of wonderful organizations the local you know, Down Syndrome Society, the in, you know, Autism Society of North Carolina, they are all valuable resources. And that's where a lot of parents start, and that's where they get a lot of their education. If they don't know about some of those, we will certainly point them there. Mm. Um, but then some of those organizations don't go maybe quite as in-depth on the financial part of it as, as Renee and I are able to. What's one of the most important tips for these families? So when they when they go to these organizations that they don't maybe go as deep, you know, it's not their job to be a, a planning financial advisor for these families. But what's what's one tip right now that somebody can listen to? They've they, they've got Jay on the air right now. They get a free tip. Um, so so get your notepads out. Seriously, um, this is why we do this show. Right, this could be the thing that changes your life. What's one of the most important tips for these families? So one of the biggest things is that uh, if there are a lot of these programs that are out there, but they're potentially income-based or um, the child may or may not be eligible if the child has too much in their name. You might have a well-meaning grandparent that wants to help the child out and gives the child, you know, money for or sets sets up something some kind of fund for them well there's there are limits if the child in their name has more than two thousand dollars they are not going to be eligible for many many programs so one of the first things they need to do and most important things is talk to somebody and get a special needs trust in place Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's something that not just any attorney maybe can do you need to talk to an attorney that is aware of special needs. So first of all, it has to be an, probably a, an estate planning attorney, somebody that that uh, at least does trusts and wills and things like that. But you really need to, somebody who has done more than a couple special needs trusts, mm. um, because we, we don't want 
we don't want something to happen, it be done incorrectly, all of a sudden the child becomes of age and loses all of these benefits that we've worked, because these parents do, they work tirelessly to get their children eligible for these programs. Wow. And so that, that's one thing that needs to be done and, and done correctly. Powerful tips right here. Jay Neal, uh, we really appreciate it. I hope you guys are taking notes. We're going to take a quick break. We hope you stay with us on the other side of this break right here on ESPN Charlotte. Alright, and we're back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for staying with us. Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta, but more importantly, we've got Jay Neal uh, on the program, a special advisor, a financial advisor with a niche that's really important for our listeners. Uh, as we come back from this break, I want to ask um, a few questions, but I, Chris, I know you've got a, a question to sure. ask. Sure. Yeah. And, and we're talking special needs children, and that's the niche that, that Jay and, and um, his partner do an amazing job with in, in finding programs um, that'll help these families. And I'm just curious. I mean, you mentioned Down syndrome. You mentioned autism. Um, you know, some, some might, you know, what does define special needs in your mind? And there's, there's not really a definition uh, we have worked with families before where the child really didn't have a specific diagnosis, um, but was intellectually challenged in, in some ways, had maybe four or five things going on, uh, none of which were really a specific medical diagnosis, but they were going to have trouble in school, trouble certainly, um, you know, probably were not going to be in a position to live on their own and um yeah yeah so it's a it, it is a wide there's a wide array absolutely of things it, it, even that in define. even in autism mm-hmm. i mean there's a actually the diagnosis is now autism spectrum mm-hmm. disorder sure because there, there are some very high functioning some low functioning and so every case is very different which is sort of what we like yeah as a child ages though jay how do the challenges change right i mean there's a difference between being a child and, and being an adult in our society. So, so how do those challenges change as that child grows? So, so not only the challenges, but there are also some specific ages that are very important. Even for my kids, I have two in college. When they became 18, I don't automatically get to see their grades without their permission because they are 18 and they're adults. It doesn't matter who's actually paying the freight. So... The same thing happens for all children, and so that's a very important age, and you might have to consider getting uh, guardianship of the child either just prior or just after them turning 18, depending on, you know, and that that may be full guardianship, it might be partial, um, because you you might need to be able to advocate on their behalf. Mm. And so that's something to be considering when the, the child gets to be about 17 and a half, I think, is the earliest you can do that. Wow. Um, you know, age 21, they can no longer be in the public school system. So the, the public school system can do a, a, a good job and, and, and do a lot with some of these children. But at 21, you're out. So you have to be prepared for that. 22, there are certain things, um, certain benefits that if they don't apply for before 22 – they can't get them. And 26 is also a big, a big deal because now you can no longer be on your family's, your parents' 
health insurance. So you have to be thinking about these things ahead of time. Mm. So I know that I deal with lots of individuals and business professionals, and sometimes I get some feedback that people don't necessarily know how to interact with these, these special needs children. Maybe sometimes they don't even know how to act with the, the parents, right? The families, the whole community can make people uncomfortable. And my experience is that discomfort really comes from being uneducated, right? When we don't know what to do, when we don't know where to go, we, we sometimes can be paralyzed and feel uncomfortable and not know how to act. So it, clearly you are an expert on this. And I would ask, you know, what are some ways that the general public can interact with these, these children, these families, and be a part of this community and feel comfortable? First of all, most of these parents are very gracious and they appreciate you showing interest, but there are some do's and don'ts. Um, if they have multiple children and, and only one of them might have special needs, you don't want to say that the other children are normal, um, but that, that's a bad connotation. The preferred term is typical. So you have typical children and children with special needs. Um, of course, most people know not to say you know, mental retardation, it's an intellectual disability. You don't want to talk about somebody being brain damaged. They're a person with a brain injury. So usually you want to focus on, on the person and what their you know, potential struggle is. Um, even somebody in a, in a wheelchair, a lot of us who are able-bodied think of somebody in a wheelchair as being confined to the wheelchair, where person with a disability probably sees that the chair as enabling and providing them some independence. So it's just a mm. different mindset, if that sure. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and you never would want to speak directly. Uh, if you're speaking with an individual, even if they maybe you're using an interpreter, you don't want to look at the interpreter. You want to always address. I mean, that's, that's not rocket science, but it's, it's, those are just some of the things no, that, I, that I see and some of the things that might help. Yeah. There's no question that the words that you, you've spoken, the work that you do, impacts our community. And so I think our listeners, this might be one of those shows where they go to team-csg.com or espncharlotte.net and they re-listen to this show. Uh, that's where we podcast the show so that folks can, can you know, in the middle of driving and traffic, you might miss something. Well, you don't have to miss this show and the tips and, and tools and strategies that Jay's talking about. Go to those websites, re-listen. Mm -hmm. This is one to do that, right, Chris? Well, yeah, and you know what Jay just did is in this last 20 minutes, like he's changed completely my perception, I guess, of what a financial advisor is. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. because uh, because he's he's gone way above and beyond at least what I perceived a, a financial advisor to do. And uh, that's why I think this is so educational. You know, Jay's saying, look, I, I've got programs available um, we probably need to meet if you have a special needs yeah. child because yeah. I've got programs available that can help change your life today. Yeah, no question. So. No question. I trust Jay. I would encourage everyone to, to, to reach out to him. Jay, before we get into the most important thing that Chris is ever going to want to talk <laughs> to you about, which is the college football stuff. I'm yeah. kidding, of course. But before we do that, Jay, how does somebody reach out to you? Is there a great website? Is there a great email address? Is there a great phone number? So... People are welcome to call my cell phone directly. Wow, okay. All, all of our clients have both Renee and my cell phones. Mine is 704-579-0015. 704-579-0015. Uh, my email address is j, that's J-A-Y, at advancedwealthstrategies.org. 
awesome. Guys, make sure you reach out to Jay. He's made himself available to you. Don't miss out on that. Just, now, Chris, just don't do that on Saturdays because yes. Jay's, Jay's normally busy. <laughs> What's he doing on, on Saturdays? Saturday Let's afternoons? I find it fascinating. So Jay is, uh, you know, he's doing this great work, obviously, um, uh, on a regular day-to-day basis. And then on Saturdays, uh, he takes the suit off and puts the stripes on. <laughs> and as a college football official, how long have you been doing this? I think this is year 31. Wow. Now, you, you don't jump right into college. You start <laughs> off doing, doing the Pop Warner and, yeah. you know, middle school and, and eventually work up to high school Friday nights. And, mm-hmm. and if you're lucky and you have some help, uh, you might crack into the college ranks. It's very, very competitive. Yeah. And then I've been fortunate enough to actually move up. Um, and, and you call this, uh, this is your hobby, right? This is hobby avocation, yeah. but, but I've been doing it longer than I've been doing anything else. Right. I, I, before I was married, before I've changed careers, I've moved, I've, but, but this has been my, it's my, it's my golf. It's my passion. Yeah. So, so what, what's your role on, a, on the crew you're on right now? So I'm the back judge. So that makes me the deep guy in the middle, in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have a lot of flags like the line of scrimmage guys. Mm-hmm. But my flags are normally big, ones, big ones, and and somebody's not happy when I throw one. Pass and, interference uh, flags. Pass interference. And, and holding defensively. The, that. the hold that springs that eighty yard touchdown. Right. You know, I'm the I'm the guy that brought that touchdown back for your team. Oh. Sorry. Um, What's your most memorable moment? Um, Thirty one years of it. All right. You, you've. Um, oh, there are so many little funny stories and things, but yeah. but I, I guess just game wise. Um, all the stars just kind of lined up for me and, and uh, the, a crew. And it, two years ago, we were able to work the FCS National Championship. And mm. that was just – they treated us like we were at the Super Bowl. They, 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 all our wives went out, and, and there was a group of local officials that took them out and took them shopping and took oh, us wow. all over, and they took us out to eat. And it, it, was, it was really something special. That's incredible. And so uh, an FCS – um, that's they, that's also a playoff. I think they start at sixteen, right? Um, Actually, they went up to twenty four now. 24, so yes, yeah. it's, the, it's the highest. It's it's right under the D one. Mm-hmm. So it's the highest. It's good football and and still playoff football. It, 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 it's, it's it's so much fun. It's good football. I, I actually have one of those big old rings that my wife just laughs at. <laughs> but. Uh, um, and, and then you've also, like, big-time um, FBS football, Florida State, you've done a game? I, I did. I, um, I'm on the supplemental list of, of a couple of uh, big conferences. So every once in a while I get to go do one of the big games. And that was earlier this year I got to go work at Florida State. And so that was – I was right there when the, the horse comes out. And, right. you know, they uh, – it, it was neat, neat experience. I was going to ask Jay – uh, to, to give us a few of the words he's been called by coaches or players over the years, but we probably should do that off the air. Yeah. I think right? we'll do that off the air. Let's <laughs> uh, my question is, what, what's one or two of the biggest names that you've, you've you know, been a part of a college game and then they went on to be somebody pretty big in the pros? I, I had Joe Flacco in a uh, oh, semifinal wow. game. Um, I guess uh, Josh Norman, you know, yeah. at Coastal Carolina. There's there, there a lot of them. Um, sure. It's so cool, too, when you um, – I worked a game in 1998, not as an official, but just covering the game, where Drew Brees was the quarterback at Purdue and watched him come down the field and, and beat Kansas State in a bowl game. Um, I've worked games with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I mean, you go back through and you see some of the uh, amazing talent that um, you get to be right next to at, at the collegiate level, and now they're Hall of Famers or, or future Hall of Famers. Uh, those are memories you, you certainly don't let go of. Absolutely. There's also been a player or two that I thought, this guy is destined for the NFL. Yeah. 
And uh, one of the best athletes I ever saw, and, and he was being looked at by the NFL, but he just didn't have the drive and he didn't have the effort. And mm. sure enough, he never even got drafted. Wow. And it was just purely on effort. And uh, so it, it's just hard to predict sometimes. <laughs> that stuff matters, right? I mean, you get to watch these guys have skill, but if we don't add that, that want to, that effort, that energy with that, it just turns into wasted skill. Yeah, no question. No doubt. Uh, we are so excited to bring this show to a close. I mean, what a great show. What a wonderful guest. Uh, Jay, give us that number one last time, how people can reach out to you. 704-579-0015. Jay Neal with Advanced Wealth Strategies. You just listened to Solutions from the Huddle. I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta, here with Chris Allison. You guys have the best week ever. <laughs>